Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 408, for Wednesday, May 17th, 2017. This is the BGG Page Views Edition. Many times I will mention some game that is just missed and is at the number 11 spot. That's not true this week. 3,500 views separates the number 10 game from number 11, and another 3,100 separates number 10 from number 9. So sitting out here on an island of its own at number 10, a debut, the first of two we will see this week, Mess Machine by Nikos Kondropoulos, published by Decilis Games and Quick Simple Fun Games with 18,477 views. The theme here is workers are in a toy factory where a machine has malfunctioned and players then cooperate to program the correct sequences. According to BGG, it's a 2014 release, and yet it looks more like it was released at Essen of 2015, and yet Cool Stuff has listed it as a new release. So I don't know. Down one spot from last week to number nine is Star Wars Rebellion by Cory Kaneska, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 21,556. That's an 11% decline, about 2,600 views. The higher of our two debuts is at number eight, The Thing, Infection at Outpost 31 by Joe Van Wettering and published by Mondo and Project Raygun with 22,764, a gap of 1,200 between The Thing and Rebellion. This is a hidden identity game thematically based on the 1982 movie, The Thing, where you, quote, lead a series of investigations through the facility, trying to discover who has been infected. It is due in October. And our highest new entry is at number 7, returning after 18 weeks away and charting for the 15th time, Mechs vs. Minions by Stone LeBrandy and Riot Games, published, uh, yeah, with uh, 24,417 views, 1,700 more than The Thing, and a gain of 12,000 and more from last week, or a 101% gain, gain, that is as Wave 2 shipments are arriving, or will soon be arriving. Climbing back up one spot to number six is Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 28,111, or 3,700, more than Mechs vs. Minions, and down only 214 views from last week, or 0.8%. After two weeks at number three, dropping down two spots to number five is Scythe by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games with 32,993, almost 5,000 more than Arkham Horror, and up almost 1,400 from last week, and yet it drops to its lowest position since January 25th, when it was also number five, almost four months ago. Climbing back up two spots to number four is Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games with 33,502, or exactly 509 more views than Scythe, a gain of 4,000, or 14%. 
Terraforming Mars becomes the 14th different game to have 40 or more weeks on the chart. This is week number 40. Also climbing two spots to number three is Dragonfire by Randall Bills, published by Catalyst Game Labs with 44,311, a big 14,000 view increase, and it is almost 11,000 more than Terraforming Mars. This again is the Dungeons and Dragons deck building game that is upcoming. At number two for the third week in a row is Dark Souls the Board Game by Alex Hall, Matt Hart, and Richard Loxam, published by Steamforged Games, with 45,458, or 1,147 more than Dragonfire. A gain of about 1,400, and so that gain was all that kept it above Dragonfire and in the number two position, but a very close uh, finish for these two games. And this is actually the fourth week overall that Dark Souls has finished at number two, making it the 15th different game to have four weeks or more at number two. What's interesting, if you were on Board Game Geek last week you and looking at the hotness at all, you might have noticed that Dragonfire was actually the top game for much of the week, higher than both Dark Souls and Gloomhaven, and yet it finishes at number three. Why is that? Well, it's because... Board Game Geek doesn't just use the page view total like I do. They are using some kind of algorithm. I think there is some sorting mechanism that involves maybe the total number of views that a game has. And, uh, and so that way, uh, games that, are, that don't maybe see as many views, but are new, and because they have a low number of views, will they'll pop up a little bit higher and get some more attention. I am not bounded by such considerations. The number one game for the 16th week in a row in the 17th time overall is Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games with 61,354 views. That is almost 16,000 more than Dark Souls and about almost exactly 17,000 more than Dragonfire, but is a huge decline of 23,000 or 27% from last week. And that was after last week's decline of 23%. So, I don't know what's happening. Maybe that Kickstarter was holding it, propping it up a lot more than I realized. And, of course, it has concluded. And so now it is starting to fall toward a more natural state. Uh, Remains to be seen what that is. Scythe was able to peg it in the 60,000 range for weeks on end. Will Gloomhaven be able to do the same? In view of the competition it's seeing, it may have to if it wants to continue this run at the top. This being the 17th week it has spent at number one, moves it into number two all time for the most weeks at the top, just passing Scythe, which notched its 16th week earlier this year. Of course, number one on that list is still a long haul away. Android Netrunner ran 37 weeks in a row, before it was dethroned, and eventually spent 57 total weeks at number one. That total of 61,354 is still good enough for number 43 on the most views list. That makes it the most, and it's also the most competitive of the 16 weeks it has been at the top by far. Looking at the point value, if you give Gloomhaven 100 points, 
then proportionally Dark Souls has 74 and Dragonfire 72. So, again, chomping, champing at the heels. On March 27th, 2013, Android Netrunner spent its 16th week at number one, and it did it with 30,008 views exactly. Number two that week was Relic from Fantasy Flight, which only had about 17,000. So again, Android Netrunner was continuing to double up its competition. For Wednesday, May 17th, 2017.